Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. Hello world, this is Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show. Thank you for subscribing to the show wherever you get your podcasts and stream your music. Thank you for following the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Kate Pod. And joining me this week for another hour of hilarity, although honestly it's probably a very ill-prepared hour. Nevertheless, joining me once again, Ryan Taggart who is running a deli counter during this episode, apparently, because we got a bell. This is going to be a some problem reason. with this thing here, I'm telling you. I mean, only for the people listening. It won't be the last time they hear this. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Everybody's just like, my phone keeps going off in the middle of the show. No, no. that Yeah. That's what it is. This this show is now a deli counter just for this week. Your that's fault. What we're doing. <laughs> Next. It's not my fault. It's not my studio. If it was, maybe there'd be, okay, there'd probably be a bell just because. Yeah, there'd be a bell. There but we're introducing it yeah. this week. Uh, oh, yeah. And you know who else is here? Jack DeFranco, everybody. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack. Jack's cracking open a crisp, refreshing <laughs> can of liquid death and drinking it in, in a very inappropriate shirt, which I guess we have to start there, Jack. What's going on with your shirt? Because it's a Dungeons and Dragons what Hellfire a Club. Wrestling shirt? Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not a wrestling, wrestling shirt. Yeah. Like, I'm wearing a band <laughs> shirt. Ryan's wearing a beer shirt. <laughs> You're not wearing a wrestling or Star Wars shirt. Yeah, it's from Stranger Things. It's uh, from the new season. So, Corey, for tonight, I'm more D&D than you. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so Hellfire Club is like a Dungeons & Dragons? It's club on the show. Is it? With the nerdy kids. Gotcha. First episode of the new season. Well, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's only not nerdy now. Yeah. But it totally was 35 years ago. Yeah. Whenever the show. It's still pretty nerdy. It is. (laughs) But when you got like. Very nerdy. It is, but now being what, a nerd is acceptable. But have you seen like that Hollywood, like the actors uh, D and D club yeah, thing? Oh yeah, Joe Manganiello and all those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's I mean, you got him in it. Club. You know, Mr. Sofia Vergara can't be that nerdy. Yeah. That, yeah. Now a bunch of dudes are rethinking. Like, wait a second. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I could be a nerd, right? Mm. <laughs> I could be all wrong. And hit that. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I feel like nerd is kind of as a as an idea just doesn't exist in the same way because you can't. I mean, Star Wars is as fucking mainstream as it gets. Yeah. Same with Marvel. So you can't exactly be like, oh, that's stuff just for nerds. It's not. Yeah. Nerd, you know? nerd is chic now. Uh, totally. Yeah. Well, that's now like. Sports is for nerds because mm-hmm. now they're all like stats and this and that. So that's what sports is now. Right. Well, I've said that forever that yeah. sports, they have um, talk radio and ESPN and loads of channels. Nerds have YouTube. Mm. Yes. That's it. <laughs> so it's just uh, to what degree. Another it's just podcast about all this stuff. So, yes. Totally. Yeah. It's all connected. That's not an insult anymore. So, I mean, people can be nerdy about whatever they want. And that's, that's the thing nowadays. Well, that's what know? I'm saying. It, I it's feel not like just nerd... Dungeons and Dragons and Star Wars anymore, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's, it's not Everyone's a Everyone's got a subject that they're a nerd about. Like, I think yeah. Revenge of the Nerds, like the anniversary of the first movie was just a couple of days ago. And I'm like, yeah, that kind of doesn't exist Yeah, no. in, in that way anymore. I mean, I remember having this discussion. We may have talked about this years ago because when was this job? 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was talking with um, a coworker of mine and there was a kid who was a couple of years younger than us. He was about my age. So we were both uh, 24, so 32-ish. 
And um, this kid was like 25 something. He was a couple of years younger than us. And we were talking about the breakfast club. And he was saying, I don't know if those stereotypes exist anymore. Like we had them growing up, you know, in the eighties and into the nineties. But he's like, I don't know if him in high school, like if he had those same kind of stereotypes. And I thought maybe not. I mean, I'm sure there was a version of goth and jock and, you know, rebel or, you know, whatever right. you want to consider Bender to be. But I, I don't know that those kind of exist anymore. I, don't I, I mean, so. especially not now. Eight years ago, no. Now, I don't think that exists yeah. whatsoever. So no. when you say a term like nerd, I really don't think it carries. It's not Lindsay an, it's not an insult. It's into the yeah. same look. So Doesn't mean like it. you're you're an egghead who gets shoved into lockers, you know, that kind of Yeah, thing. I don't think that really exists. Really good at math. No, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, what a jab. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know math. You know numbers. <laughs> you're on the honor roll, mm. nerd. <laughs> it's good you know so. those numbers because when you're an adult, you kind of need to know that. Yeah. You, you don't realize it. it. You, how, foundational math anyway. Never mind right. calculus and algebra two and all that shit that, yeah, that I took useless. and never used. Yeah. Yeah. But like foundational math of just like addition, multiplication, subtraction, a division. Yes. E minus X equals what? I, so, I don't know. Yeah. What do I need this for? Yeah. I never need to do an equation that involves parentheses in adulthood. That's not a thing anymore. Literally ever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, we didn't come here to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't come here to talk about this. <laughs> I don't think we did. Maybe. No. But uh, we got, uh, like I said, somewhat ill-prepared. This night has been, uh, things have been thrown off. It's been so, a shit show. Yeah. We're starting later than expected. It's not my fault. And mm. uh, but no, it's totally I, not. See, again, you're, <laughs> mm. you want to act like, oh, Chris fucked us again. And that's why we're starting the show like two hours after we're supposed to. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I won't say who it was. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to call out the person whose fault this is, but uh, it's not my. It's not anybody we, on camera. We don't point fingers here at Cape. It's not <laughs> no, it's definitely not Jack's. Jack right. didn't even know how to get here. Yeah, and he still made it here like an hour early. <laughs> so bully to him. But anyway, uh, we got a bunch of stuff we want to catch up on mm. with each other and with you yeah. because you all want to hear. You want to know what's up with everybody. So um, I'm going to start just because it was a fun experience. I don't have a lot of positive interactions with people. So I figure I need to no put kidding. this out there. Yeah, I know. Imagine that. Listen, I don't like people. People don't like me. The relationship is reciprocal is what I'm saying. So I'm fine with it that way. Mm, by the it way. makes sense. Um, wow, my eyes. It's got to be because you're next to me. My eyes are really, really blue on camera. You notice that? It's got to be because of you because we're next to each other. Yours look all right, but like mine are popping. Oh, just all right? Yeah, I mean, on camera, I'm looking at us side by side and like my eyes are – I mean, open your oh, wide, eyes as wide as possible. Yeah, there's not much happening. Me though – I don't know what's going on. You're like right guy. In the <laughs> what's the matter? You're like right in the way of the light. So it's probably why. Oh, is that, is that why? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. You don't see my baby blues? No, but mine are like sparkling. It's that, like, it's sparkling like a crisp, refreshing can of liquid death. Um, Plug. Anyway, that's right. <laughs> Plug. Send us free shit. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I was out at Wawa, as always, of course, of course. picking up a sandwich. And. Um, my sandwiches order is ready, and I happen to be wearing this day a, a T-shirt with something on it. It wasn't a band T-shirt this day. It was the Terminator T-shirt. Um, I don't know that I've worn it in the studio, so I don't know if anyone has the full whatever. This is the moment where I insert a photo of it so everyone can see me in the Terminator shirt. But it's for the first movie with Arnold just you know holding up the gun. You know, it's a Schwarzenegger up top and the Terminator on the bottom. And it's just him in the shades with the gun. And um, if this were a professional show, we'd have a picture of it. But. We would, but we. But I'm doubling as engineer too because circumstances. Yeah. So no one's able to pull up a photo. Sorry, but we we have photos of our friend who's not here. Google it because folks. that's what we do. So Andrew's here yep. in spirit and in facial expressions. Mm -hmm. 
So with one life down. <laughs> yes. The happy one. Unsurprisingly. Medicated Andrew has died. So he has the X over his face. So all that's left is uh, Andrew that ran out of Zoloft. Those other two inter- in- images. So anyway, uh, I the guy calls my number for my sandwich. I walk up and he was like, hey, nice shirt, man. Classic. And I was like, thanks, dude. Have a good night. And I get a few steps away. He starts going back to his station. He turns over for a second and says, will you be back? And I said, <laughs> I'll be back. I didn't do it in the Arnold voice just because I thought we're having a nice exchange and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sully the moment by doing an Arnold impression. I knew a pretty good one. Yeah. So. Yours is yeah. good. But it was just to have that that moment. It's like that's nice. That was a shared moment. A shared and <laughs> I enjoyed it. So I had a positive experience with a stranger, which doesn't happen often. No. Most of my experiences with people are pretty, pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, I know. Like and I love I, you. And I, you're I, like, oh, this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's all I got. It's on you guys to fill the next fifty minutes. <laughs> all right. So sorry. Yeah. Pressure's on. All right. Oh, do you want to go for? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you I mean, a, I'll go first. You have a yeah. negative experience with a non-human. Yes, we got to get into. I don't know. Yeah, this I mean, is... I got two stories, but I'll I'll start with the with the really bad. Oh, okay. one. The other one's just funny. <laughs> um, so I'm walking around my neighborhood. You know, I'm I work from home. So I follow you so far. Take a walk outside of my neighborhood, and um, is it the Russian neighbor again? No, not the Russian neighbor. This is this is a non-human interaction. So I'm rounding the corner. Don't, don't you dare make a comment. Yeah, insensitive comment about the good people of Russia. <laughs> we know the bad people, but there are good people. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, if you watch Stranger <laughs> Things, the people of Russia are not so good yeah. that time. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm rounding the corner off of my street, and all of a sudden I hear this bird, and it lets out a fucking death shriek. And... <laughs> So much so that I had to turn around and I was, I was like, what the fuck is that? But you said it out loud? Yeah. Okay. Like out loud. I'm in the street here. Like there are people outside and I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? And then all of a sudden I turn my head and this bird makes a beeline at, at me out of the tree. <laughs> uh, an absolute beeline. And it's a small bird. And so it's okay. like, and I see it come right out of the tree. Uh-huh. And then as it gets it close. It wasn't a bat. It definitely was a it bird. It was not a bat. It was okay. a bird. Yeah. And then as it, as it gets close, it fucking swoops in and dive bombs at me. So I'm in the middle of the street in broad daylight. So and I'm like literally covered. an angry bird. An angry bird. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like moving the, like, like an angry bird. Like the game, just <laughs> not cute. Pissed. You know, <laughs> and it's pissed. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? I don't understand. Why is it swooping? So then are you it, yelling at the bird as it's happening? Or are you frozen? I'm, I'm yelling at the bird. Like with my hands over my head, I'm ducking. <laughs> so I'm like, why the fuck is this thing swooping? And you're pretty me? low to the ground anyway. So and the I'm fact that this the bird is, is willing to like scrape its belly on the street to get to you. Yeah. Is it must have been pretty pissed. Yeah. So it makes this beeline and then it's like and like right over my head, swoops at me, and I'm like, "You're fucking." Were you me. wearing an exotic fruit hat or something? No, like, no. Why? I don't know. Why single you out? So then it goes like back up into the same tree that it came out of, and then I hear this shriek again, and I'm like, "You're fucking joking!" Right so it now. never made contact. It never made contact okay. the first time, and then it goes back it up into the tree. Shot. <laughs> it fired <laughs> a warning shot. It shrieks again. And it's like this is a little bird that should be going like cheap, 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 like tiny bird, mm-hmm. but it's like. Like that kind of like, like a pterodactyl, like a pterodactyl. Yeah. Wow. And then it comes at me again a second time. And I'm like walking backwards, like keeping my eye on the tree, waiting to see if this thing's going to come at me. And it does. And I see like, <laughs> like right in my line of vision, it's coming right for me. Swoops again you out of there a second the time in the fucking <laughs> the animal and I'm like, you're, I, I don't, no. I don't fucking know what to do right now. Am I going to get my brains pecked out by this thing? <laughs> I don't know what I did. I don't know how I wronged this bird. Did you have a peck me sign on your back? Did like, I have did a you peck me sign? Uh, yeah. To see if, yeah. Like, uh, 
So then it goes back and then it goes so it up misses, onto a, it misses again. It misses again. Okay. Then it goes onto a power line that's going across the street and then and gets I'm, I'm walking fully so I see it and yes. I'm walking fully backwards at this point. There are cars passing by like, and I'm trying to like not get hit by a car and also keep my eye on this fucking bird. And then it shrieks a third how far, time. Hang on. How far away from your house are you? I am like down the street, like around one corner of oh. my house. So and you, wait, this. So you went out to take a relaxing walk. A relaxing walk, yeah, which is what I fully expected. The weather was gorgeous. I was like, this is going to be really nice. Yeah, irony. Um, you know, you know, and uh, so then it goes up onto the power line and shrieks again. And I'm walking backwards, looking at this bird, and it's like <laughs> off the power line. And I'm like, I don't fucking believe this. I don't fucking believe it. <laughs> what am I going to do? This thing is just going to keep hunting me. And then it's like shrieking and shrieking. It goes back up onto the power line. And finally, I get far enough away that it leaves me alone. And I am just for the rest of the day, I'm like, what the fuck just happened with this bird? What did I do? I don't know how I offended it. So days later, (laughs) I'm rounding the same corner. (laughs) And I'm like, am I in the fucking twilight zone? (laughs) Maybe. It beelines out of the tree. Again, and swoops at me, dive bombs at the last second. Oh my god! And I'm like, okay, so I guess I'm gonna have to change my route. And then it goes up onto the power line, shrieks again, comes at me a second time, and I guarantee it's the same fucking bird from the same fucking tree, just keeps attacking me. We're in its territory, bro. Yeah. So I guess apparently, so. So what like, I, it's you. What I found out, I had a friend on Facebook who um, posted that um, she was getting attacked by a bird in her own backyard who was doing a very similar thing. Uh, so I guess uh, had a, a nest nearby. Um, and I found that these birds are, I guess, uh, a little overprotective this year. And if they feel that their nest is being threatened, they will attack anything and anyone. I wonder if birds, and I mean this completely seriously, I wonder if they got like super confident based on the pandemic because yeah. nothing's threatening them. Nobody's outside. I really wonder if that was... Like if that kind of reprogrammed birds, I think, it and did. I mean, it's just yeah. all of nature because, because all, this has never happened to me in my life because never. I've seen more deer out in neighborhoods yeah. like than ever before. And I'm thinking, I think they realize something changed, something changed. Yeah. And I, I really, I sincerely wonder like how much of a factor that was for birds and maybe yeah. they're, they're looking at you, which is crazy no, so because I, you're not. Physically intimidating, intimidating no. as much I mean, as like you're nowhere near yeah, this, up this to the tree, branch or power line level. Like 50 feet off the ground. Right. Like I, I can't get anywhere near it um, if you have a nest up there. Like I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm out having a relaxing walk. So, yeah. so this this friend uh, posts uh, like a very similar experience just happening in her own backyard. Right. Um, where she's getting swooped at and shrieked at by this bird. And then all these people are also <laughs> commenting with very similar stories. <laughs> All from this year. <laughs> right. So this is just a right. thing now where these birds are just like, fuck you. Stay away from me. Yeah. Get out of my street. Never happened to me ever. That's wild. Just a couple of weeks ago. And Dude. I'm like, uh, uh, do I have to be afraid of birds now? Like when I go outside? I mean, I like would I, stay away from that block at minimum. Jesus yeah. Christ. Like go for, a, go for a walk on a nice day, which is not. We're in the middle of a heat wave, which I'm sure everybody is right now, no matter where you are in yeah. the world. Listening to this, you're probably experiencing the same heat wave as we are, where it's in the 90s all week, which 
you know, at first I was just like, all right, the 90s, that's back when the, a simpler time. No, the yeah. temperature is going to be in the 90s. Yeah, not, not the decade. Yeah, that's not what I was hoping for. I was really hoping like, good, g- give me the wide pants and guys wearing alien t-shirts and the bleached hair and all that stuff. Like I'm down. Bring it all back. Yeah, that's right. I'll take it compared to these days. Back. <laughs> yes. Give me my youth. Yes, please. Please. <laughs> Take me back to high school, yes. which was not a fun time at all. But still, like I will take that over adulthood I'll now. Go back like, to ninety-seven, so bad, please. Yeah, at least my body didn't hurt back then. <laughs> yeah, we had the bravado of just like we're immortal and invincible, and everything's yeah. going to be great. Like I could get out of bed and not sound like I'm stepping on walnuts. This was yeah. a, such a time. What a time in life. Had I but known. Ugh. Anyway, wow, that's and you know yeah, what I, I got to admit wild, man. now during quarantine. It was actually when Corey, so it probably was Cape 124, because Corey was on the show. So I think it, it's fresh in my yeah, mind because like Corey just came on. Yeah. So it was like two years ago in quarantine when I shared a story about a bird showing up in my house. And then it happened again a couple of weeks later. There's a different bird experience. Yeah. And I got to tell you, it only takes one for you to have a complex about like, it's a fucking bird. Anytime I hear yeah. a noise in the, in the house, because especially living alone, I'm like, is that a fucking bird? Is that a bird in the house? Like yeah. that's I, I immediately my brain goes to like it's a bird. Or I did have two instances. This has been addressed, and I didn't bring it up to you guys at all. There was an issue at the beginning of the year with mice, two mice. It has been taken care of. <laughs> so I was like, Yeah, Jack's sleeping on the floor in an air mattress. He doesn't want to wake up with like a mouse on his chest. Yeah. I didn't yeah, Jack misses like having a cat the one time. He's just like, fuck. Yeah. Why is there well, something like to guardian of the house? Because none of that, and like the house we live in right now is mm-hmm. is older. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a blessing to have the cat be like security because apparently mice can sense that from from like far away. Like oh shit, there's a cat there or something mm. like that. So, okay. Well, yeah. let's hope so because yeah, the way your cat mice. the way your cat is, your cat would just have a panic attack and actually wouldn't protect Probably. you at all. Because I've never seen a more angst ridden cat or anxious cat rather than <laughs> Luna. Yeah. I I maintain that. She probably like, would just. Be- we just run away and jump in the drawer. <laughs> I stopped by when you when we all went yeah, out. We went to the boardwalk like, for the day, and she was yeah, and she knows me. <laughs> that doesn't like, matter. I know. You apparently not. But like, been, it's me and Noel, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, but how long did it take for that cat to get used to you? Be honest, uh, because you two were obviously we she, were at odds for the first two several years, years. two yeah. fucking years, two to three years. But yeah, yeah. so it's just not going to happen, man. Just. Yeah, no, I don't care. Listen, I, same with people. I don't like cats. They don't like me. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I don't she like kinda cats either. She kind of likes Noel's mom, and that's about it, because she comes over and feeds For non-residents? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Non-co-inhabitors? Yeah. Noel's mom is the one. The only one. Yeah. I don't she know, because I saw- you, Ryan. Really? Yeah. Does she? Yeah. She was. She kind of comes up and like just looks at you, but like my brother, my two brother-in-laws, like my, my brother-in-law Alonzo and my brother-in-law Adam, because they're taller than me, she freaks out. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it is, because I'm taller than you, too. But like you, no. you're kind of and mellow, and she just just looks at you and just goes away. Because you're tiny. Yeah, that's what it is. Tiny and mellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I gonna do? You know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But we found the episode title. Yeah. Welcome to Cape Two Hundred Eight. Tiny and mellow. Tiny and mellow. So. <laughs> there it is. It's either it's either the ep- the episode title or. The best morning show team you've never heard of. It's Tiny and yeah, Mellow in the morning. Tiny and Mellow on 97.7. So, oh, you got, look at you. <laughs> Step it up like a pro. So you, you've been at this long enough. Yeah, I bet you know you had yeah, that in you. I didn't. And look at you. No, it just came out. You immediately, I just, I yeah. pitched it as a, a morning team and you just went right in for it. You're I like, I don't. Career path for you, yeah. pal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, clearly you guys need to be Tiny and Mellow. Now yeah. we're, we're making this a sketch. All right. 
Hey, we're coming at you from Red Bank, New Jersey. It's Tiny and Mellow on the morning show. <laughs> now I can do it's good. ACDC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now an ACDC song you've heard 30 times already today. We're going to play it again. Yep. Yeah. It's once only 8.30 in the morning, and you've already heard it once an hour. Yeah. <laughs> What's the longest one? I got to poop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this fucking song again. Oh, distinguishable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tiny over here is like, can you play a docking song? All right, I got to go to the bathroom oh, wait, now. I forgot to hit mute on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, sorry. Docking. Listen, I'm just going to leave a blank check in the lobby made out to FCC. Right, and you guys fill it out. <laughs> this is my problem. Fuck it. Oh, that's yeah. another fine. Sorry. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Jack needed a breath after that. It's like, this is overwhelming. Oh, that was good. I'm here under hot lights. It's so late. I got to be up in the morning to work remotely, but still I got to be up. Yeah. And uh, these guys have overtaken me. Jack, you are suffering from ill health. Oh, you kind of just gotten what over the transition. hump. I don't, I don't do transitions. Ill okay? health. Yeah. It's not my, not my thing. I was. That was really I'm, smooth. No, no. Yeah. This show does not have transitions. Yeah. This show is erratic. And yes. I had my first ailment. About four or five weeks ago. Your first ailment? Your first ailment? My first real, like... Ever in life? Yeah, ever? I mean, I, I scratched my cornea once, and that was painful, but this is like a real... So like, you never broken anything? No. You've ne- really? Never broken... I me neither. I my ankle when I was a kid once or twice, but like that didn't keep me off, no pun intended. We're, we're boring. Off my feet for a long period of time. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> this did. <laughs> Which is, yeah. There's a hint. Yeah. yeah. That's what and we call a hint, everybody. came out of nowhere, so I have a story. Um, it was Father's Day weekend... Uh, I believe it was that Friday night before Father's Day, and I'm just my wife and I, normal Friday night, take out, <laughs> watch TV, watching wrestling, Star Wars, normal Friday night yeah. at Jack's place. Uh, Stranger Things was on, so we were doing that. Two episodes of that. Don't roll your fucking eyes. Don't, I don't do like that. things that are popular. Anyway, yeah. it has nothing to do with it being popular. It has no, to be it, good it, for it, me to like it. it but does. go on, it's plenty good, pal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, all of a sudden we're just hanging out, and my toe starts to hurt. My big, my big toe on my right foot. It just starts to throb. And I think it's one of those, I just got to crack my toe. It'll be fine. I go to crack it. doesn't want to crack. It doesn't have that like kind of joint feel. <laughs> Ryan's already disgusted. He's but like, just, like mm, this doesn't feel this good. This doesn't feel good. I'll sleep it off, whatever. Saturday morning comes along. It starts to get a little bit worse. Now, to rewind a little bit, the Thursday night before, we went out shopping. And we were and because I have a cat, we have to buy kitty litter. And those things are heavy. The big boxes of them. So... I remember that Thursday night I was coming in the house because I was probably carrying seltzer in one hand and this in the other. I opened the door and just kind of like felt it fall out and kind of just slid it over. It's like, oh, shit. I thought I – um, I said, well, whatever. It's fine. I didn't hurt myself. So I thought this was like 24 hours later, you tore a tendon in your – like uh, by Saturday, I thought 48 hours later, I probably tore a tendon in my toe because this isn't feeling good. Like it just kind of kept getting worse and worse, but like I could manage it and walk on it. It just felt very uncomfortable. You taking anything? Did you pop like some Advil or something? Okay. Like like for the, um, I did it do anything? No. Okay. So we get Sunday, Father's Day, and I go to my sister's house, and by this point it's starting to really hurt. And my wife drove us down to Tom's River to my sister's house to have Father's Day with my family, and. I get there and I'm limping around a little. It's starting to limp a little bit more once I got out of the car. And then have Father's Day. Everything's fine. But as the day goes on, I feel it starts to get really, really worse. So that Sunday night, I'm in excruciating pain with this toe. Mm. This isn't just a joint issue. This I, I don't know what's going on. And we're trying to figure out today. I, I, I thought because of what I did that Thursday, I twisted something. And I there was a toe tendon I messed up or something I did was wrong. 
but it's at the point Sunday night at 11 o'clock, I'm in excruciating pain. Mm. I can't put a sheet on my foot. I can't put my foot on a pillow. And I'm trying oh, wow. To, it's that it's, hypersensitive. I was putting ice on it and it felt like daggers. I took my foot and I just held it over like, like this, like just over the floor, hovering it and just shrieking pain. Mm. Was, I was like, this is something's wrong here. So I barely slept that night. I had about – I slept for an hour from like midnight to 1 and was up till like 4.30 with ice on my foot trying to fall asleep. But the pain was so intense and shrieking. It felt like I had needles and gl- like I was being stabbed by like 100 needles with glass in my foot. Jeez, oh, wow. excruciating. Good Lord. I don't know how I worked that day. I got up 20 minutes before my shift started, worked at home, and just – kept my foot rested and tried to get through a day of work. And that's tough anyway, because even though you're not on your feet for work, like I said, you are working remotely. And I was like, I could work from home. It's fine. But I was at work. I'm like, I. But that pain is, can be so distracting. That's the thing. It's not even like, oh, well, at least I'm off my foot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I am so, I'm just, I can't focus. Like, and that's the thing. Yeah. So I get through the work day at 530. I told, I told Noel earlier in the day, like, I got to go to the doctor after work. No ifs, ands, or buts. I got to go. So she makes an appointment for me while I'm working with a, um, an urgent care over in, by here in Eatontown. There's mm. a new urgent care that opened up because they have an x-ray machine. I'm like, I want an x-ray. I don't care. This is it's the worst pain right. I've ever felt in my life. I need to find out what's going on here. So here's where – if this isn't fun enough, the next couple things are going to – Buckle up, audience. Yeah. Now it's really going to get interesting. We, we first go to an urgent care that opened up. In, to describe it in Eatontown, it used to be – you'll know where this is. Where Borders was in Eatontown. That's like, now an urgent care? It's now an urgent care. Huh. We go there and they're like, no, you're at the wrong urgent care. Uh, we don't have an X-ray machine and the one who has an X-ray machine is across the street. It's a different health company. Like this was under Hackensack Meridian, but this was like another branch of it. So we had to go hmm. across the street right by where the supermarket is over there. We go there and my wife called earlier to confirm they had an X-ray tech. At six, uh, and they we get in. The guy's like, "Oh, they left at four. So I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Wow. We can, but we can try to fix this for you. We have another urgent care of ours uh, right down the road in Ocean Township, which is about 10, 15 minutes away at most. I'll call. We'll tell them that you need to get an X-ray. You'll be all right. So we get in the car. I hobble back in the passenger seat. We go there. We go to the Ocean One, which isn't in the best area. We go in, <laughs> and we're just waiting, waiting for. There's two. People at the desk helping one person, and I don't know what they're doing. They're not checking them in. They're not asking questions. They're just kind of just like looking at the same computer screen trying to help this one person. And I'm right behind them, and they're like, can we help you? I'm like, yes, the Eatontown office called. We need an x-ray for my foot. Oh, they never called us, and we're not taking walk-ins anymore. Oh, for God's You're sake. a fucking urgent care. Uh. Yeah, that's I, I've experienced that too. Like I did that's too. literally it, the entire. Point I'm like we of have to call care. them. I'm like wait, they should have called you. No, we have to call them. I turned around. I looked at my wife and said, "Take me to Red Bank right now. I'm going to the hospital, and I need a fucking X-ray." Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, yeah, I'm going so to the emergency. Another oh. twenty minutes to Red Bank on a Monday night. I'm in excruciating pain. I can't put my foot down. I have. A, a sandal that's killing my foot, like a little sandal, is like feels like a boulder on my toe. Mm. So we get there, go to the emergency room, and they ask me what's going on. I get checked in within an, within ten minutes. They come up to me, 
and I'm like, I'm having this pain. Like, do you ever hear of gout? Like, yeah, I've, I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. I thought it was like an ankle issue. Like, no, no, no. What it is is you have a pain in your toe. What's called the rich man's disease. Yeah, of course, Jack gets the rich man's disease. Yes. The irony of the this. jokes never stop. All the or uric acid, like it, it goes. From what I understand, it goes down into your body and it just centers on a joint. So it goes around your toe. So I had literally my toe was almost double in size at this point. Ugh. It was bad. So all this did it have its own heartbeat like in it, cartoons? It might as well. It was bright red. <laughs> it was bright red, and now like it's very uncomfortable because I have bad toenails too. So I'm out in public like this. I'm like, I feel like such a fucking, <laughs> and I cut my foot open the other day. Prior, my left foot, I had like a really bad irritation and I just scratched it so hard I had a cut. So I look like a hobo with like busted <laughs> ass feet and a throbbing toe. I'm like, I am so fucking embarrassed. But the girl's like, no, it's it's gout. Like, because yeah. all that uric acid just centers around the joint and it just goes straight down and that's it. Mm-hmm. And here's the things that could cause it. Meat, aka red meat, mm-hmm. beer, wine, seafood. Guess what Jack had? On Father's Day, that probably made this worse. Surf and turf with red wine and beer. <laughs> I had salmon. My sister made a great meal. I had salmon, flank steak, a cheeseburger, and three beers. That'll do it. You yep. checked all the boxes. Yep. All of them. Congratulations. Because wine, wine's fucking disgusting. <laughs> mm. yeah, I'm not a wine fan. I mean, you're not much of a beer fan from what we've seen, but okay. You had three anyway. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Jack was like, I'm going to try to get converted tonight. Out. So you got the rich man's disease. Rich man's disease. It was excruciating. So they put me on a steroid. Uh, wait, how long were you at the emergency room for? This seems like less than an hour. Really? Yes. Really? You lucky fuck. That's in very, and out. Very efficient. <laughs> in and out. Okay. I. Uh, all right. Now I. I, I have a story I wasn't gonna tell. Now I'm gonna tell it the, because the, 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 I fucking hate you. The nurse there was very attentive. They told me, "Here, we're gonna give you prednisone." I took a prednisone there. They gave me this foot bath thing for my feet, and they're just like, "Here, we'll help. You. This will help kind of ease things because your feet are a little calloused, and you know." But anyway, make a follow up appointment with your doctor and everything else. So. I take the prednisone. It starts to kind of wither away at the pain, but slowly but surely. It's like an only – I only took it for a week because they don't want you on a steroid for a long time. Yeah, really of course. Fuck you up, brother. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want your balls falling yeah. off. But yeah. um, Shrinking like raisins. That, meanwhile, it's like yeah. my toe is back to normal size, but my head is now double its size. <laughs> yeah. So, yikes. But, um, yeah, so over the next couple of weeks, it started to feel slowly but surely better. And then we were going to Ocean City around July 10th. A couple of days before, I had my follow-up appointment with a doctor – who uh, gave me some anti-inflammatories to get rid of the rest of the lingering pain because there was still lingering pain. And I told her, I'm just taking Tylenol. She's like, don't take that. That's a pain reliever. That's not going to do anything. You need an anti-inflammatory. So I'm at this point, I still have, like if I bend my toe one certain way, I can still feel pain in my joint. So stop bending it that way. I'm just yeah, saying. So stop doing that. Yeah, dumbass. What's wrong I'm with you? Saying. I'm no doctor, and I know stuff that happens. I was at yeah. the beach this past weekend. I got knocked over by a wave, and I felt it bend back. It's like fuck, that hurt. Like, this is... <laughs> but anyway, I'm about the ocean is not our friend, Jack. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's where but, the sharks um, live. Yes. Yeah. Sharks and yeah. And then the food sharks. that'll give you gout, apparently. Sharks so just stay waves. the fuck away from the ocean. That's, That's the, the lesson. Jaws, the revenge, the gout. But it was one of the most painful experiences of my life, and there is a possible. Not a possibility, but gout happens kind of infrequently where it can happen again. It's one of those things you got to watch your diet, but it also just you take care of yourself. You got to just watch what you do. So, mm-hmm. like, it's one of those. So stay out of the ocean. Yeah. Don't wear shoes. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't wear shoes. Don't eat seafood. No, continue shoes. not drinking shoes wine. Were extremely painful. Extremely painful. So basically, they said gout is like us. It never goes away. 
Is that what the it verdict has is? The potential well, like to come I... back. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah, it's one of those things like you can just do everything you can. But now I have a doctor. So they said like if I have a doctor for all my feet problems now. So they're like, oh, if, congratulations. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Put it off for way. Do you have do you have a pedicurist now? There's a doctor. I for that. sure as shit need one. You should. Well, I mean, you're married. Look, it's not terrible to be like, I'm yeah, look after care. myself. I have no problem with that. Uh, hey, I'm just I, saying. I, I, it's one of those things like putting, off, awesome. putting off and putting off to take care of all my other yeah. foot problems. Yeah. But this kind of just, in a way, was a weird, I don't want to say blessing because it was a nightmare. I never want to go through it again. Yeah. But it kind of <laughs> opened my eyes like, all right, start taking care of this shit. You're not getting any younger. So just give up all the delicious things in life no, and then it no, won't happen again. No, I still have those things. Yeah, Jack. More it's asparagus for you. Asparagus and tap water. Oh, no. God, Asparagus. Yeah. I can still <laughs> eat that stuff, but it's just saying, like, just be careful. Right. And apparently, it is somewhat hereditary because my, my father said his. <laughs> oh, no shit. The rich man's uh, disease is hereditary in the DeFranco yeah. family. La <laughs> I yeah. texted my dad, like, yeah, it was Gal. He's like, oh, I gave you the right name then because your grandfather used to have that all the time. Not all the time. Like, all the time. Like, fuck, what do you mean all the time? Yeah. And you're Wait, like, thanks, Grandpa, you all fucking the time. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean all the time? He's like, no, he had it like three times in his life, but he was in his 30s. I'm like, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Great. Guess what? I'm thirty. I'm 30s. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was one of those things you're not supposed to get until you're like seventy. I thought yeah. like fifty something year olds get gout. Yeah. I was. I'm not even thirty seven. I'm two days away from thirty seven at this point. We're recording. Yeah. Yeah. I'm He's, gonna be honest with you. I had no idea what gout was until yeah. you had it. Until I, you oh, no? it to me. Yeah. Oh. I had heard. I heard of it gout, someone at my old. But I never bothered to look like, off their feet. And I'm like, oh, it must be an ankle. And I thought never they, bothered when they told me it was like an ankle problem years ago. So that's all wow. I thought. But. Yeah, it, I had problem. no idea it was a well, it's a joint problem. So it could be either toe. It just it's that uric acid just centers on the bottom. It just goes straight down and it just centers on a joint and it can come out of nowhere. So So it could have been any of the toes. Any of the toes, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Right well, toe. Hurts like a mother hurt like a motherfucker. So but now if it happens again, they the doctor's like you can get medicine for it right away, we'll take care of it. So hopefully if I ever the help of God I never have it again or like Hopefully. If Jack gets the slightest twinge in his foot oh, at all, he's yeah. going straight to yeah. that doctor. Is this it? Like, refill <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Give me the meds. Yeah. Give me the juice. Give me the roids. <laughs> yeah. See, I wasn't going to talk about this just because I kind of gave you guys a version of it anyway. I gave you the abridged version, which I realize is ridiculous coming from me because no story is brief. But you got a very like a very minimal version of what happened. Because Jack was talking about his ailments when we were out at the boardwalk because he's like, I don't know how I'm going to do. And Jack really was I, walking like an old man, kind of hobbling. When we first yeah. got to the boardwalk, I'm like, I'm dead. He's like, I'm done already. I'm he's dead. Like, <laughs> you kind of were. I was like, well, we got five hours of this. So yeah. Get yeah. on up. That, well, honestly, that, by that the was, end of the day, I felt better because I got – that was the you most – yeah. like, Using it. Yeah, exactly. I haven't been able to do like really any physical walking for a while. Like I, the week after I got – things going with the medicine and everything else. I was trying to walk around on my, like, cause when I'm on the phone at home, I talk to someone, I walk around a little bit. So I kind of mm. was walking around talking to my dad and it felt like, Ooh, I shouldn't have done that. That was a little too soon. Cause that night I was a little, not as bad as that Sunday night, but that Thursday or Friday, I was like, okay, nah, rest yeah, of the yeah. night, give me that ice pack. Like it, this was a mistake. Sorry, Ryan and I were mugging it up for the camera. Right. I was trying to take a picture while Jack was telling the story because I like to tease when we're at the studio. So if you're wondering why there was silence, they're like, why does this keep happening? Yeah. <laughs> the show keeps cutting out. These guys are too busy in love with themselves, taking photos to pay attention and broadcast like people do. Sorry. Once in a while, we need a breath. Yeah, we look cute, though. We do, actually. That's why I want to take a picture. I'm like, look at us. We look yeah. all right. Um, well, it's funny. And the reason I hate you is because you had such an expeditious emergency room experience because I wasn't going to talk about this just because there wasn't a lot of good to be found in it. But now I have to because now I just want to climb on a soapbox based on my experience. So 
what happened uh, the week before we went, it was actually I spent Fourth of July weekend with my parents just because I had nothing to do. <laughs> and I'm saying there wasn't any plans like there. Nobody's having parties or anything like that. So I was like, well, I'll go see them. And it's nice to go down there without an agenda, because as I've talked about over the last two years on this show, like everything for a long time was I was doing the grocery shopping, you know, kind of at the height of the pandemic. And then it was doctor's appointments or being tech support when they had doctor's appointments on Zoom and stuff like that. So. It's nice to go down and kind of visit with them without any kind of agenda. I had nothing going on. I was able to just kind of spend the weekend with them, you know, had no um, freelance work or anything like that to do. So I was like, you know, what? this is going to be good and get this done. The show was in the can. So that was ready to go. So I was like, I can go down. I have nothing on my plate. This will be fun. And I ended up coming back actually on July 3rd because that's where all the fireworks were on the shore. They were doing them Sunday night because Monday was the 4th. And I said – it's going to be a nightmare. It took me uh, – we met up for dinner, which was great, on Thursday. So we all got together and met up. That was kind of the night I came down, and we we closed the place. What were we there for, like five hours or something? So four or five hours. It was, was great. It, that long? it was basically – I mean, it was until the joint closed. It's yeah. probably 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I think it was like 11 o'clock when we left. I'm pretty sure they were closing. But um, it was – it was a rare occasion where basically everybody was there, which doesn't happen too often, which we need to do more, mm-hmm. As which was a good start to the weekend as well. The bad part was it literally took twice as long for me to get to the Tom's River area. I can vouch for that. Compared, yeah, it, it, was, it was a nightmare. It normally takes an hour and 15 minutes, but I left Thursday because I was like, oh, it's going to suck because people are going to take Friday off. Fourth of July is on a Monday. It's going to be a four-day weekend. I'll just come down on Thursday and then there won't be so much traffic. Well, a bunch of people were thinking the same thing I did because it took two and a half hours for me to get down there. About a solid uh, hour, I would want to say. Yeah. yeah. And, and you live closer than me. You know, yeah, that's I'm, the thing. I'm and it, halfway, I'm the halfway point. You're kind of the midway point. Yeah, yeah. between. Yeah. So, yeah it's, not, it's like 40, 45 minutes normally for you, maybe. But yeah, it was a good day. Yeah. It was horrendous. And I'm crawling the entire time. But thankfully, we all went. It was the three of us. And the only one who didn't make it was Andrew because he had something come up literally on the night and he felt horrible about it. But it was great that it was. Us plus Corey and Christian showed up, which was great. Our friend Dan, who we don't see often enough. I, I mean, you guys kind of never years. see him. No. <laughs> it's been years, actually. Yeah, come yeah. to think of it. But I, I'd only seen him kind of recently because, you know, with the pandemic and everything, we just hadn't uh, seen each other, gotten together or anything. But um, it was great to have everybody come. Jimmy, we don't see Jimmy enough. That was cool. Right. So it was a big group of us, which overdue. Um, so the weekend started great. And then my thought was, well, I'll come home on like Tuesday because, you know, 4th of July and everyone will be heading home, blah, blah, blah. But when I found out there were fireworks on uh, Sunday night, I said. Sneaking out. <laughs> based on. Well, that was it. Kind of based on the fact that it, it was such a nightmare to come down. I said, a bunch of people are probably staying. Because if they have the weekend, they may be going back Monday. So I wasn't going to go anywhere near the fucking parkway or turnpike on Monday Mm-mm. to pay to sit in traffic because toll roads in Jersey. But I said, well, I don't want to travel on Monday. But Tuesday, there'll probably be a shitload of people driving back, too. Oh, my God. Because as we've talked about many times oh, over the years on the shows, between oh. folks from North Jersey, which, yes, now I'm one of them, uh, but indi- the indigenous to central slash south Jersey, indigenous to the shore area. So I got that going for me. I made the mistake the day after Memorial Day mm-hmm. to go to my office on the Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. And I was in. I was like, I'm, this is going to be the first time I'm late for work because I yeah. – like I'm sitting in gridlock traffic at 8.15 in the morning. And that's what I was thinking. Now, I've listen, I have a good time with my parents. I genuinely enjoy spending time with my parents, mostly because I get to show them movies they haven't seen or some <laughs> of our favorites. So like we have a good time. I do have a, a great relationship with my parents and I don't mind staying at their place. There is a part of me that's like, 
I should have brought my computer. I could have gotten some work done. <laughs> you know, because I'm up later than they are. That's even though, <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. I was just like, I literally should pack up my desktop computer and bring it down. If I'm going to be there for a couple of days, like, let me get some work done, um, which is stupid. And I know it's kind of stupid. But I said, let me just relax and just, you know, again, it's nice to have no agenda and I have no work, you know, on, the, on my plate. So it'll be cool. But then when I found out all the fire – after going out on Saturday and seeing, oh, there's fireworks everywhere. Or maybe it was Friday night. I forget. But one night and I kept seeing like 9 p.m. Sunday, July 3rd, fireworks all along the shore. And I was like, maybe I should head back Sunday because if people are watching fireworks, there won't be that much traffic. Maybe that's the move. So I ended up going back Sunday. And you're just like (laughs) – (laughs) hey i've seen fireworks i don't need to see them okay they're not that that remarkable where i fucking hate fireworks on fourth of july the idea of going to see fireworks is torture i just don't get it i I don't get why you'd go it's a nightmare it is it is when i I have a funny fourth of july story when i was a kid that's fine then we'll get to me going to the emergency room all right yeah (laughs) uh so when i was nine uh we obviously living on the shore. We wanted to go to Point Pleasant and see it. Me, my sister, my mom, and my dad. I remember the entire two hours trying to find parking to try to find it. And we just watched it from the cars we drove by. And my father was like, this is goddamn bullshit. I don't want to fucking do in front of us. Dude. This was, this was the 90s, folks. Yeah. It was just like, this is goddamn bullshit. This is ridiculous. I don't want to go for fucking fireworks. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I get it. It's, Memories. it's horrible. Ugh. And ever since then, it's been like, yeah, why do we do this yeah, on 4th no of thanks. July? I'm nine years old, and I don't understand this either. Dude, I um, I, it actually wasn't that bad driving back, I'm, I'm pleased to say. Like, I, it took a little longer. Some people must have been thinking the same thing as me, so it took like a half hour more than normal. But it was kind of in patches. It's always like when you get near the airport. I always run into traffic when I'm passing by the area of Newark Airport. Or um, a, a couple of places heading north. But, like, it took an hour and 40 minutes. And I'm like, I got home two days earlier than I expected to. So I was actually okay with it. But on that Tuesday, as it turns out, I was feeling a little – I was just feeling off. You know, you just kind of feel like mm, something's not right. I don't know exactly what it is. I just don't feel like my my head. Something feels out of it. And I was kind of like, hmm. That's me pretty much every know. day. Is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think nothing of it anymore. Well, I guess you get used to it. For me, like as as out there as I am, there's just moments where I'm like, I don't know. I feel kind of off. And I had a headache that was kind of intermittent. So it's starting on the left side of my face. It's kind of starting over here. And then it's moving to my forehead and then the top of my hand and the back of my head. It's like this floating headache. And I was like, I'll just take some Advil and kind of carry on. Wednesday – Still intermittent headaches. I'm like, okay, this is annoying, but I'm just going to, you know, same thing. I'm going to pop some ibuprofen and hopefully it'll be okay. And I'm saying, well, it's it's starting to get hot. It's July. It's in the upper 80s. So I'm going to, you know, I'm not eating enough or I'm not drinking enough water. I'm kind of explaining it away. Is like, eh, I'm not giving my body what it needs. I'm like sleeping and been sleeping as well or anything like that. So, you know, and I live on the top floor as well. So it tends to be hotter anyway. So I'm running the air conditioner all day <laughs> just because it's otherwise it's going to be really fucking hot. So I said, all right, I'm just going to not, you know, I, I don't think this is a big deal, but I'm just, my body's kind of trying to tell me something. So then Thursday still happening, intermittent headaches. I'm like, okay, I haven't had a migraine since 2011. I've had a handful in my life. I got my first one when I was, I think 16 and 2011, I was 30, 29, 30. So it's been a long time since I had one, but I thought, okay, maybe this is a migraine that's, kind of hovering below the surface and just isn't willing to stick its head up above the water yet. 
That's all I was thinking. I'm let like, okay, out, let me out. Right. Is this a migraine that's just being a little, a little uh, gun shy and isn't willing to full on like attack me? Because the first sign of migraine for me isn't headache. It's my vision getting wonky. But that wasn't happening. I was just feeling a little, you know, like I said, kind of out of it and maybe some moments of like being lightheaded. And that was it. But I'm like, I'm going to get some Excedrin because maybe, you know, maybe the ibuprofen's not doing it. You know, maybe let me offset the migraine with whatever. And I'm consuming a lot of caffeine, which I kind of do anyway. But I was doing that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I did because I thought, well, if it's going to keep me a little more alert and make me feel less out of it, whatever. Like, I'm just trying to get through until whatever this is passes. I was still feeling it on Friday. And I finally got to the point where I said, you know what? I don't know if I want to do this for another day. Because I was just feeling like I'm, I, I know something's off and I'm saying, eh, it'll be all right. Eh, it'll pass. And then I thought, I don't want to go through this. And again, tonight, too, because I was like, I was having trouble winding down. Like, I'm sleeping well anyway. But I said, I'm having because I'm so because I feel out of it. Like, it's it's distracting. Like, I feel like I'm wound up and I'm not able to relax and go to sleep and everything. And I'm up late anyway just by my nature. So I, but I said, I don't want to do this for another night and then wake up tomorrow and feel like, uh, and then have to, you know, go to whatever on a, on a Saturday. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to go to same thing. I'm going to go to an urgent care. Well, unfortunately a lot of the urgent cares close at like five o'clock, which is super helpful. <laughs> if you actually need somebody outside of normal doctor office hours, because you know, most doctors, you get appointment to like three, four o'clock. So the urgent care isn't doing a huge favor by staying open the extra hour. I mean, I guess if something right, happens yeah. to you in the hour, sure. And you don't yeah, want to go to the emergency night, room. But that's, you know. Oh, yeah. So I said, all right, well, let me go to – I've heard good things about, uh, you know, like the CVS Minute Clinic. I was like, well, let me just pop in there because, it's you know, it's a doctor on staff and hopefully you can get in and out. And if you need a prescription filled, you're already there. You're at a pharmacy. This should be okay. So I said, all right, let me just go and uh, squeeze into – you know, hopefully get seen by one of these doctors to see what's happening. Because in my head, I'm thinking it's vertigo. Like my dad's had vertigo and you feel, you know, kind of off. I mean, I didn't feel dizzy. I didn't feel nauseous, but I was feeling lightheaded and was having a headache. So I thought like, do I have like a mild form or is this like the beginning stages of vertigo? Because vertigo is a viral thing, I believe. I believe they give you an antibiotic for that to even you out. I think so. Maybe not. I mean, at least it's some, or it's an equilibrium thing. You got to do some like exercises and things like this. My father did go to like a little bit of PT. Granted, my father's older than me. Much older, but I thought, okay, maybe something's happening and that's why it's not going away. Like this isn't just a typical headache or something like that. So I said, all right, I'm going to see what I can do about this. And um, I'm able to go and I get to the urgent care <laughs> and the doctor says, hey, do you have an appointment? And I'm like, what? <laughs> because isn't that the – I know. That's why you brought it up and I'm thinking – I thought no, the idea is urgent. you could just kind of come in. Yeah, like the idea is if something happens, I could kind of show up and I'm like, ah. Oh. Isn't the, the business point. model of this place like, hey, you're sick and that's I can't get an appointment? I'm the, supposed to just show up? You would have thought Maybe so. you can help me? That's well, the business model. It's yeah. the entire purpose of a fucking urgent care. You would think. that's But they don't take walk-ins. <laughs> Well, that's what I was kind of surprised by because I thought, isn't the idea that I could walk in here and like everything will be okay? So uh, I don't know. Yeah. So it's, I mean, what, thankfully the doctor was good enough where she said, um, no, I have somebody who's about to come in, but like, I will see you after that. I was like, okay, great. Thank you so much. Because I told her straight up, I was like, I think I might have vertigo uh, and I just wanted to do something about it. I didn't want to do this for another, feel like this for another day. And she's like, okay, well, I will just take a seat. I got somebody coming in and the person was literally in and out. So whatever this appointment was, was something really brief. So thankfully she saw me very quickly. I'm explaining the headaches to her. It's been a couple of days. Um, she's giving me these physical tests with, you know, um, laying in certain positions and like turning my head and stuff like that. Not a vertigo situation. And then she's giving me tests for a stroke. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, mm, okay. 
And I'm thinking, uh, I hope not. But here's the thing. I am on low-dose medication for blood pressure and cholesterol. Um, everything spiked like crazy. I mean, we were all pretty unhealthy during the pandemic, so I was on all kinds of stuff. And because of uh, having lost 35 pounds in the last year and a half and, uh, you know, kind of maintaining a, a better weight and just overall everything's healthier. There's still a little bit of a concern just because I'm on medication. It's like there's a very low chance because of your age and because, you know, everything is under control with, you know, medication, but without having labs in front of me, it's a very low chance that it's something like a stroke, but I still got to test you. Cleared all of that. That was no problem. She said, well, here's the thing. I don't want to treat this like it's just vertigo and, you know, kind of give you a prescription, send you on your way if that's not what's happening. So I do think you should go to the emergency room just so they can more thoroughly test you and see what's going on. And I said, okay, wasn't planning on this because now it's like six at night. It was about five when I got to the surgeon care. So, you know, it's like six o'clock and I'm like, okay, let me go. And I haven't been to a hospital in my area. I've lived there for three years now. Haven't had to go to one, but the hospital where I was born is not far from where I live. So I said, I'll just go there. Circle of life. Why not? Because mm. um, in my head, I'm like, do I have a fucking brain tumor? And I, like, am I going to go out where I came in? Like, is that what's going to happen? Yeah. Because I honestly yeah. didn't know that because I'm thinking, <laughs> it, well, I, not that my mind goes there. I'm not pessimistic. And I'm certainly not like, oh, my God, it's got to be something. Like, I'm not hypochondriac where I'm like, it's got to be something horrible. But well, I'm you thinking, can worry when you hear something like, yeah, well, I didn't know. But I was relieved. I'm like, OK, well, according to her, I'm not having a stroke, which is great. <laughs> I mean, I'm disappointed it's not vertigo, which is a weird thing to say. But I'm thinking hopefully it's something it's mild that could be. Yeah, that yeah. could be treated with medication and everything's going to be fine. So anyway, I go to the emergency room at, at this hospital and I said, <laughs> I, I check in and I just said, hi, I was sitting here. I was just at an urgent care, intermittent hex, blah, blah, blah. And um, they checked me in and, and everything's cool. And the waiting room is full. And I'm like, oh, shit, how long am I going to be here? Because, like, I have all my limbs. I'm not bleeding. How long is it going to be before I see somebody? Because I'm, I'm not expecting I'm going to get in and out. I know it's not a, a drive through. Nope. So I'm, not, I'm thinking I'm going to be there for a little while. But I'm like, if I'm here four or five hours, like, whatever, if it means I go home and I feel better, fine. But that was the waiting area. That wasn't the area with people waiting to be seen, which was great. That's like family members and people who brought them in. So thankfully they get me in and there's like three people. And I'm like, okay, good. Hopefully they'll get to see me. So to just kind of move things along because it is pretty unremarkable from here on out. They uh, drew blood. They did labs. They hooked me up to a couple of bags of some stuff. I assume it was medicine. Uh, who yeah. knows? Yeah. No, but they bags of fluid. They're giving me um, some acetaminophen and stuff like that just for the, the pain mm -hmm. and a bag of, you know, whatever that I'm connected to. So I got this IV in me and they're the same thing. They're doing the test for stroke. They're doing the test for mm -hmm. uh, vertigo negative. Everything's fine. Okay. Well, we're going to do labs and see what's going on to see if there's anything uh, abnormal. All right, cool. So they draw blood and I'm still sitting there hooked up to the bag. I've drained the bag at this point. Um, and I'm sitting and kind of waiting and I'm on my phone, which of course wish I had charged. <laughs> I hadn't. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't in bad shape. I was, I was still at like 50%. And at this point, it's like seven something. And look, through this, I was in good spirits because you have to understand, at least I do. And, you know, when when you're in horrible pain or whatever is bringing you to the emergency room, obviously, it's going to be a different story. But like people who work, you know, doctors, nurses, uh, nurse practitioners, everybody who's in the emergency room, you're literally seeing people at their worst because you're seeing people in pain. You're seeing people who are frustrated and angry or upset and, and don't know what's going on. So, you know, you're, you're working with patients and ironically they have no patients. So I, I, I'm trying to be as kind of, you know, light as possible and you know, trying to make people laugh and, you know, the, the staff and everything, just trying to be relaxed. Cause I'm like, I don't feel horrible. And like the headache pain, I should say, was only like a four or five. Mm -hmm. 
And even at the point where I sat in my car before I went to the urgent care, I just felt off or I felt like not dizzy, but just I'm like, okay, I'm going to really focus all my energy. Like I drove without music on or anything because I'm just like, I need to harness all my energy just to drive because something feels off. So, and same thing with even going to the, um, to the emergency room. I was just like, okay, let's do it. So I was tired at this point. And like I said, I had been sleeping well for a couple of days. So it wasn't horrendous, but I was still kind of feeling worn out. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, at least we're doing labs. Fine. So they finally, they get the labs back and they bring me back in. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going to, everything looks good. You know, that's, things are, are a little high, you know, here and there, but, you know, nothing's, nothing is abnormal. Like what, white blood cell count is slightly elevated, not enough to suggest an infection or anything like that. So we don't think it's that. And, you know, like your cholesterol is up like a little bit. And I'm like, well, I usually take my pill in the evening and I haven't. So that probably is up just, you know, because cycle, you know, I haven't taken it today. I haven't taken it since last night. So that's normal. So nothing that's setting off any alarms. At this point, like I said, they disconnected from the bag because I've drained the bags of everything. <laughs> All the fluids they gave me are already in me. And they said, well, we'd like to give you a, a CT scan. So we're going to send you in for that. You know, it's, it's going to be a, a little bit of a wait, but, you know, we're going to send you off for one of those. I was like, okay, let's see what's going on. Because, again, in my head, I'm like, is there a clot? Is there a tumor? Is there something? I'm like, I have yeah. no fucking idea. So I'm like, fine, scan it and see what's going on. Because, like, which was kind of the same at the urgent care where, like, my vitals are fine. My blood pressure, my heart rate, my blood oxygen level, like, everything is where it should be. So... On paper, I'm healthy. Right. <laughs> so now I'm just annoyed and tired and, you know, facing down a, a dead phone battery because I'm like, this is my only connection. This is the only way to entertain myself because fucking sports on the TV in the waiting room. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's like now that's really going to put me to sleep. <laughs> so I'm just like, fine. Yeah. Scan me and see what's going on. Because if there is something serious, I want to know about it. So around midnight, they bring me in for the CT scan and it's not terrible. You know, you're kind of in and out of this this giant circle, yep. you know, and you're in a room full of radiation for a couple of minutes and then they send you back. That was around midnight. And uh, thankfully, one of the nurses was good enough to bring me a, a meal <laughs> to be generous about it. <laughs> it's like veggies and what I it, it certainly looked like chicken. It tasted like absolutely nothing. But, you know, it was some kind of chicken like even the salt and pepper packets were bland. Like that's everybody wants to make jokes about hospital food yeah. being terrible. They're all true. Any joke you've heard about hospital food, it, it's like. And I was just happy to have it because I hadn't eaten anything. And at this point, you know, it's six hours since I got to the emergency room. So I'm tired and I'm like, eh, you know. Yeah. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the CT cameras, CT scan results. So the nurse comes back and uh, brings me in about 2 a.m. And says, well, everything looks good on the CT scan. Um, but neurology wants to take a closer look just to see if there is anything that we should be aware of. But, you know, it's, it doesn't look like anything critical. So they want to do an MRI. So they'd like you to stay here for an MRI. That is up to you. And I said, like, I mean, if they, because in my head, I'm like, well, if they want to give it a closer look, these people make their living looking at brains. Right. I mean, I hope it's not something obvious like, uh, Mr. Bell, your brain is abnormal. Like, <laughs> joke's yeah, on you. Yeah. Uh, Don't I know it? Uh, yeah. With this. <laughs> I've known that for 40 years and I have to pay to go to medical school. <laughs> so... You don't want to I'm know like, what goes on inside this thing. Oh, God, no, you don't. I mean, if you want to, I've got hundreds of hours of audio I could I could show you. I'd point you toward it. Uh, God, just, no. <laughs> what app do you use to get your podcast and stream your music? Um, also, YouTube. But anyway. Well, I have you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I'm, I don't think you know how strange my brain is. So if you want to get a closer look, that's at your own peril. But 
in my head, I'm like, all right, well, if they want to take a look, I'm going to take it seriously and be like, all right, so we'll do the MRI. And they actually brought out a stretcher for me to lay on because at this point it's, you know, it's getting late. It's 2 a.m. I've been there for eight hours. I'm tired. I've barely eaten as far as I'm concerned. And it's okay. Fine. I'll wait. And, you know, the phone battery is kind of getting low and I'm the one person there without an iPhone. <laughs> so all they have are iPhone chargers. They were good enough to let me use a charger in uh, the breaker. They have like a, it almost looks like a charging station. Like when you would go to like the store or the mall or something where they have like the charging stations where they had multiple um, inputs. It was just a USB-C. So it's not a horribly uncommon cord because I have an Android phone, but still I was able to charge it in there for a bit. And I was able to get, uh, at this point I'm down to like 15% or something. I was able to get up to 50% for the amount of time I had to sit there. So I'm amusing myself without a phone to occupy myself and, you know, nothing really on TV at that hour anyway that I was going to switch to and not even a lot of, you know, no colorful characters in the emergency room or anything like that. <laughs> I was trying to amuse myself. So I'm sitting and just trying to sleep, but that's not working. It's, it's impossible to get comfortable on a stretcher. I'm not sure if you know that. <laughs> it's, I, it, what a I, revelation. I've I know. been in hospitals. Impossible. Before, yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. Oh, but you haven't broken anything. What's, what gives? No. What are you going to hospital? What are you going to hospital? Oh, for? Yeah, Bird attacks? Another time. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it wasn't comfortable enough that I could sleep, but I'm tired. So I kind of wanted to. So at this point, I'm probably just loopy and delirious. So I'm amusing myself by singing along. Like, do you know the Springsteen song, Waiting on a Sunny Day? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm singing along to that. Waiting, waiting yeah. on an MRI. You know, just. <laughs> Can't wait to get home and cry. No, I lose yourself somehow. Well, I was, and I'm thinking, all right, well, I want to get my phone charged and, you know, maybe amuse myself on social media, which nobody's posting on social media at that hour. Nobody I follow anyway. No. So I knew there was a lot going on. I knew mobile games were going to kill my battery. So I'm not going to sit and, let, you know, play Emoji Blitz or something like that because I thought, okay, my battery's going to die and I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here. But whatever, I'm like, I'm here for a reason and I'm just going to. I want to find out what it is because at this point, like I said, if, if they want to take a closer look, I'm taking that seriously and saying, fine. And, oh, thankfully, there was a vending machine, which I found out about like a while into it because I would have been snacking from the vending machine for hours. So I'm like, I'm going to get myself a – I got myself a bottle of Pepsi and a bottle of water because at this point, I'm just like starving. Yeah. And I got myself Pop-Tarts. <laughs> and, <they're> like, <laughs> and what else? I forgot what else I got out of the snack machine. But like I kept going back. Because now I'm just amusing myself by eating, but also for sustenance and to keep myself awake because at this point I'm not going to sleep. Um, and at one point I go over to the vending machine and I notice this light out. Well, now it's 6 a.m. And I'm still waiting for this MRI, which they said there are only two machines in the hospital and the process is like 45 minutes. They're like, it's going to be a little while before you go in for the MRI. I'm like, okay. But now it's been four hours. So I go up to the nurse again who's been taking care of – same one who's been in, in contact with me this whole time. Or nurse practitioner. I don't know what she was technically considered. Not a doctor. Let's put it that way. But anyway, she's taking care of all this and has been the one speaking to me through this whole process. And I said to her, um, so it's been a couple hours. <laughs> it's been four hours since you said they wanted to give me an MRI. I've been here for 12 hours. Uh, is there any news on that? And then she's like, well, let me see if they put you on schedule for the MRI. And I'm like, I'm waiting. She's like, okay, they haven't scheduled it yet. So I'm thinking, oh, fuck. Because in my head, I'm like, all right, is this thing gonna, is it going to be like 10 a.m., 11 a.m.? Because like I'll stick it out for the sake of finding out what's going on. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So she said, but we're going to bring you to – we're going to move you to observation though so you don't need to stay here. And I'm like, okay, well, there's something. Um, and then a, uh, you know, a doctor uh, – another doctor comes over and checks in on me and she's just like, hi. So we see everything we're going to – 
they're going to do this MRI and, you know, it's going to be a little bit later because it's, a, you know, we only have two and, you know, it's, and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, if you want to move me, cool. So they move me, different nurse checks in with me at observation. At this point, it's like 7.45. She was like, well, we're serving, bre-. this is again, being generous. We're serving breakfast at 8.30. So at least that's coming up soon. And she's like, you know, the doctor's going to see you. He's going to review everything and he's going to come over and, you know, follow up with everything that's going on. Um, and then we'll let you know how, it, you know, when you're scheduled for the MRI and, you know, kind of get everything done. I was like, okay, cool. So 8.45, I get breakfast and I'm inhaling a thing. The breakfast was better than the dinner because it was kind of like a cheese omelet kind of deal. Not too bad. And um, what was it? It wasn't, was it pudding? I forget what came with it. And then it was like a cranberry juice and an orange juice and coffee, which I drank because I'm just like, I'm not sleeping anyway. Fuck it. Give me all of it. I I have nothing to do but run to the bathroom if need be. I have nothing to occupy myself with. So I'll drink the coffee and suffer the consequences uh, because I just want to put something in my system at this point because I'm like, you know, I've been here. I've been up for almost a day. (laughs) It's I've been here for 845. So I've been there for almost 15 hours since I got to the emergency room. And I'm just waiting. About 10 a.m., the doctor comes over to see me. And he says, okay, well, yeah, everything looks good. Your vitals look good. Neurology wants to take another look. Um, so we're going to get you in, you know, to the MRI. And, you know, you're just going to be here in the meantime. And I said, well, do we know, like, when exactly the MRI is going to be? Because I was like, I got here at 6 o'clock last night. Like, you know, my phone battery is running low. I'm tired. I'm grateful to have eaten something, but, like, I haven't slept. So, like, do, do we have an idea, like, when I'm going to get in for the MRI? Because at this point, it's 10 a.m. And I'm like, you know, what, what number am I? It would be nice to have a deli counter and get a number <laughs> and tell me, like, where am I in the queue? Can you just tell me how far along we are? He said, uh, your MRI is probably going to be later tonight, early tomorrow morning. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what? And I'm like, okay, like in the moment, because again, I'm kind of loopy and I'm taking the doctor's word seriously because he's a doctor. There's still the part of me that's not like questioning it. And at the same time, I don't know that I have all my faculties about me to question it anyway. I'm just like, okay. And I'm sitting there waiting and then I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of doing, a, I'm now doing some self-diagnostics. I'm like, okay, I'm not hooked up to anything. It's not, there's nothing urgent that they're bringing me in for the MRI as soon as possible. Right. I if had a scan. If was really wrong, they'd be yeah. getting you right. in for the MRI. Exactly. And I'm like, but, but the thing is, the nurse said to me, like, before, you know, when she checked in with me before breakfast and everything, she was like, well, the, having an MRI is better because, like, if you schedule as an outpatient, it's going to be, like, four weeks. So, like, at least if you're here, you're going to get it done. This is before That's I knew it. Was, going. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was before I knew it was going to be later in the day. I'm thinking, like, well, it's going to be, you know, any, any minute now, they're going to roll me in and do the MRI. And then... But I'm kind of doing the math. They're just like, okay, I've been connected to anything since I was initially here. My vitals are good. You know, my heart rate's good. My blood pressure's good. Like, everything. And they even g- gave me my um, – the blood pressure pill that I take in the morning. Like, they gave me the equivalent of that to take. So, like, that was fine. And I'm sitting here thinking, I kind of just want to go home and go to bed at this point. Because, <laughs> like, I've been here for so long that I really – I just want to go. I, I kind of want to go home because if it's not urgent, if there's nothing going on, there's no stroke, there's no hemorrhage, there's no sign of it because that's what they got. They were just like, there's no, you know, there's no um, hemorrhaging, there's no aneurysm, there's no nothing like that's happened. You know, they got from the CT scan that we're worried about, but to take a closer look and I'm like, ah, okay, fine, sure, whatever. But now I'm like, I kind of just want to go home and go to bed. If this isn't an emergency, I kind of don't want to spend the fucking day here because at this point it's going to be a day. Like it, now it's 11 a.m., if I'm going to be here for at least another 12 hours, like, what the fuck? Like, I kind of just want to go home. 
which again, I'm frustrated by the fact Jack was in and out in an hour. Like I would have taken gout. Like I know it, it, you had to deal with it for a couple of weeks, but I'm like, I technically haven't been treated for what I came in for. Right. Like at this point, I'm just, my body is just inflamed because I haven't slept and I'm tired and, you know, I'm uh, getting a little punchy because I've been there for so long. So yeah, at this point I flagged down the nurse and I was just like, oh, I kind of tell her everything I just said to you about like, I've kind of uh, done a self-assessment. And uh, I'd rather schedule the MRI as an outpatient. If this isn't an emergency, like, I'd just like to go home at this point because I just want to get some rest. I'll go home. I'll take some Advil and, and go to bed. Like, I'm sure I'll feel way better. And um, oh, I'm sorry. So this is the day before we're going to the boardwalk. Now it's that Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we hadn't gone yet. And in my head, I was thinking, not that I wanted to pull out of this. I mean, you guys could have gone without me, of course. But I'm like, I don't want to miss that. Like, we got to deal with this, you know. And we would have. Uh, well, yeah. And you should have. Well, listen, I wouldn't want you to hold up plans because of me. And especially if if I, my head was still feeling off, I would have totally told you to just go. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. fine. Like, I, I, you know, guys, I'm not feeling up to it. But I also wasn't going to be like, well, I've been in the emergency room all night. And so uh, maybe I'm not in the best shape. Or, uh, you know, even tell you guys like, hey, don't know what's going on with tomorrow. I'll get back to you later. Like, I wasn't even going to put that out there because I didn't know what was going on. Anyway, so the mer- nurse says like, no, I understand. Okay, well, let me just tell the doctor and then he'll come see you and just clear you to leave and blah, blah, blah. I ended up leaving at one o'clock. So I was in the emergency room for 19 hours. <laughs> I never got a room. I didn't actually get admitted. I was there overnight. I'm not looking forward to getting whatever the fuck the bill is going to be. Um, and I was sorry. I didn't actually hit the bell. My hand, my gesticulation just knocked against the bell. That wasn't an urgent call for anything. <laughs> so, yeah, they didn't send me home with a prescription for anything except the MRI. So didn't exactly get an answer for what I was there for. Just had what headaches and everything. And, uh, yeah, yeah, like so. What? <laughs> it was like the end of South Park. I learned something today. Kind of. Yeah, I'm like I've been here. I'm exhausted. I'm hungry, and I did. Like I stopped on the way home and just got some. I don't even remember where I stopped to get some food, but I was just like, I got to get something to eat. I got to put something in my system, and go home and sleep. And I did. And I went home and I, I ate and I didn't set an alarm or anything. And I just woke up at 8 PM because I was so fucking beat. I'm surprised I woke up that early to be honest with you. <laughs> By the time I got home, it was probably one thirty ish and then ate and then, you know, went to bed. So the fact that I only slept for like six hours, I was kind of surprised. So that's the funny part about hitting traffic to get to your place, Ryan, because I went to J- Jack and I do the piggyback thing where I drive to Jack's and then Jack drives to Ryan and then Ryan drives to the boardwalk. So we all kind of divide up the driving part. Um, but that's why I was even more frustrated hating this traffic on the way to Jack's place because I went to bed at like, I was going to fall asleep around like maybe three, three thirty. So I was only that day I was running on like four hours sleep anyway, because I was so tired just because I slept late because I was up all night in the emergency room. So anyway, to, so to put a button on that story and emphasize how ultimately stupid I am. So my primary care doctor ha- is on a le- family leave right now. So I was aware of that because when I hurt my back in, in March, I had to go see another doctor in the office. And that's when I kind of found out about this. Well, it turns out she was still on leave. That's fine. I hope everything's okay. But I said, well, I'm going to have to follow. I mean, they said follow up with your primary care. I mean, they gave me a stack of, I mean, like a phone book of papers for like everything that they did while I was in the emergency room, which is great because at least I have a reference point for like, well, here's all the tests. Here's blood work. I just had blood work done in April, but I'm like, well, here's everything. You know, here's a fresh batch of blood work that we did. And I said, well, I'm going to go see my internist about it. Because I haven't seen him for a little while. I have to do a follow-up. Um, he likes to follow up my labs and everything as well just to see kind of what's going on because he's he gets into more um, specialty stuff beyond just, you know, a general practitioner. 
So I checked and, oh, he had appointments on Monday. Great. I'm going to go in on Monday. And I remember if I told you guys this on Sunday that I had an appointment with him at one in the afternoon on Monday. And I was like, well, let me go see him, have him review everything and see what his assessment is. So get in the office to see him, bring the stack of paperwork, got a PDF on my phone of my blood work that I had done in April, give it all to the nurse when I check in. Um, I did laugh when I'm in the office and I immediately sent in the way that, you know, when a mob actor dies, Mike Zapsack thinks to reach out to me. When I see anything involving Ray Liotta or Chantix, I have to send it to him literally inside the bathroom door in the waiting room at the doctor's office was a Chantix poster with Ray Liotta. <laughs> so I had to take a picture and send it to, to Mike. It was just like, yeah, he's not a Chantix success story. I'm like, nah, I guess not. Nope. I mean, he did quit smoking. He died anyway, but yeah. you know, won't we all? I don't, yeah, I don't know that yeah. Chantix is to blame for that. So Might as well have just kept puffing. <laughs> right? Maybe. Poor guy was 65 or something. Oh, yeah. 60, not, 67, I think. Yeah, yeah, like not cool. Not no. cool. Excuse me while I take a sip of refreshing liquid death because I've been carrying on for so long. What else is new? Ah. Yeah, but this is an actual story. This isn't just yeah. meandering like I normally do. It's like free-floating uh, thoughts. You know, you're not getting that. You're actually getting a story. So I go to the internist and – you know, the, the nurse checks me in like, okay, well, the doctor has all your paperwork. He's going to review it and he'll be in shortly. So he comes in. He's like, so what's going on? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I was like, you read, assuming you read this novella, you know, that I, I came in with. Um, I said, I've just had these headaches, these intermittent headaches and everything like that. And he's like, okay. And he's doing these motions. He's like, look up this way, look this way. Da, 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 da. And he's feeling my neck. He's like, you got a lot of tension in your neck? I was like, well, that's where my tension lives, you know, just from getting massages and everything like that. Like my stress, you know, it, it gathers on everybody in some location. So people get in their lower back, some people get in their, in their necks and, you know, it, it shows up somewhere wherever your body has, to, has stress. It'll, it'll manifest itself somewhere physically. And he was like, all right, yeah, your tension in your neck is really serious. Your mobility is not the way it should be. So you're getting tension headaches. I'm like, what the, f why didn't I come to you a week ago? Like, I'm just mad at myself at this point. I'm like, I mean, granted, he has a whole stack. He didn't have to do a whole litany of tests to find out because the hospital did do those. So I realized it did play a role. And I'm glad I went because in my head, I'm like, am I having a stroke or do I have a brain tumor or some shit? You know, because right, yeah. I, I didn't know because I'm like, it could be something. This could be the start of something. It's regular, yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm feeling a little, you know, having had, you know, two people close enough. Well, three people close enough pass away within two weeks. Uh, you know, my brain was kind of worried about, like, is something going on that, like, I'm not aware of? So uh, there was the part of me that was thinking, like, am I at the beginning of something, you know, the beginning stages of something? So I'm glad I went to the hospital as frustrating as an experience, as long, drawn out a night slash day as it was. I'm glad I went and had all that stuff tested. But I was relieved that just like, oh, thank God. So he just gave me a muscle relaxer <laughs> and uh, referred me to a chiropractor, which, you know, Unfortunately, my insurance uh, is not accepted by this chiropractor, so I got to find one of those. But I went for a massage um, on a couple of days ago from when we're doing this, thankfully. And I, I, I booked it and then it had to be rebooked because of a scheduling conflict, <laughs> which those things seem to be happening lately. Yeah. And uh, But it worked in my favor because I got a 90-minute massage. And I spoke to the, my massage therapist and I mentioned about the neck. She literally spent a half hour just going over the neck. And like she's digging yeah. in and I'm like, oh, my God, it's like concrete back here. Like I could feel her like having to loosen everything. Like so much that like if you get a, like a good massage and firm pressure, which I usually do anyway, I have a pretty good threshold for pain. So I'm not like, eh, something hurts. Oh, my toe hurts. Oh, my God. Um, but <laughs> I am. <laughs> sorry, Jack. I had to. I just had to. <clears throat> Because your experience sounds horrible, but mine living it was pretty horrible too. I'm not. It's not a contest with who had uh, the worst. I don't know who had the worst like experience. One. Yeah. I mean, it is my show, so <laughs> I'm going to declare myself now. the winner. <laughs> yeah. The winner when it comes to pain and frustrating. I mean, you 
You won as much as you got in and out of the emergency room in an hour and got what you needed. Yeah. Yeah. So fuck you for that. But now apparently I got to drive. Uh, yeah, I got to yeah. drive to a better hospital, the last emergency room, uh, when I've something I'm concerned about from now on. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I went and got the massaging. Yeah, like my my muscles like hurt from her massaging, like the tension out. So yeah. I haven't had headaches or anything for over a week. Everything's felt much yeah. better. I'm still going to follow up with a chiropractor. But goddamn, what a horrible emergency room trip. Yeah. Um, so I have a couple tips for everybody. If you end up going to the emergency room, number one, charge your phone or bring a charger. This is going to be Ferris, Bu- Ferris Bueller's uh, list for. Uh, you know, faking sick to get out of school. <laughs> you lick your palms. But uh, yeah, charge your phone or bring a charger, regardless of what type of phone you have. Even if you have an iPhone, because th- there were nothing but, you know, lightning cables in this emergency room. And uh, no luck for me. Um, eat a meal if you can. Before you have an emergency, make sure you eat well. <laughs> so you're not there and you're fucking hungry. And uh, unfortunately, because the way fashion is in 2022, you're not going to be able to tell hospital staff from patients because everybody wears Crocs now. So you're just going to have to look for anybody wearing a lanyard or an ID on a clip. That's the only way of distinguishing hospital staff because everybody was wearing fucking Crocs. Yeah, I was the only one not wearing Crocs in the emergency room. No exaggeration. Everybody's wearing fucking Crocs. Didn't even know they were still a thing. They are so a thing. You know what's crazy? I thought Crocs were like two for a dollar ninety eight. No, they're like forty nine dollars for a pair of Crocs now. Really? Everybody's were I made see, a foam. I thought you can get those at Walmart for like four bucks. You probably can get like generic ones, but like the Crocs brand are forty nine dollars. And I'm like, aren't That's these like, yeah, aren't yeah. these shoes for people who are too fat to wear regular shoes? Like, but now teenagers are wearing so. them, and I'm like, it's crazy. I see everybody's wearing Crocs now. It's out of control. I do not understand it. Disgusting. I'm not wearing Crocs. No. Same. Anyway, yeah, so there are my tips. Do I have <laughs> – I, I wrote down the timeline and everything, so I've been referring to my phone just to see if I had any – let me see if there's anything else that can be gleaned from this. Um, oh, I did – okay, I did write this. This is a joke, but it's the absolute truth, so it's not really a joke. I came home, and I go in my bathroom because I've been in the emergency room, so I hadn't seen anything. And, you know, you don't really look at yourself in the rearview mirror when you get in your, the car necessarily anyway, and I was overtired. But I literally came home, and I go – into my bathroom and look in the mirror. And I swear, it's just like, I look like Nick Nolte's mugshot. <laughs> like this is, <laughs> I look horrendous. Like I'm unshaven. My hair is, it frizzed out, like just unruly. And it is in the heat anyway. Like I have so much goddamn product in here. It's unreal. But it, like, I looked horrendous and I was like, oh my God, like I have bags under my eyes that like, you're small enough. You can crawl into them and fall asleep if you wanted to. And sounds good. It looked, now. it looked awful. I know we are wrapping up the show, <laughs> believe it or not. But I, I literally saw, I was just like, I look like Nick Nolley's mugshot. <laughs> and that's to, I can't put a finer point on it than that. Um, yeah, I have the timeline on here, amusing the staff. And um, yeah, the, the one thing I did because I'm sitting there and I had nothing else to do because this was prior to the, uh, the archive episode going up that went up, uh, Cape 206 from the archive volume three. Because I didn't have a whole lot to do, I was reviewing archive material to add to that show while I was waiting because there was nothing going on. <laughs> like, which, having tension addicts, maybe working while you're in the emergency room, not the best not idea, the best but idea. I, I had nothing else to do. Yeah. So I'm watching pre-show video because I'm like, well, what can go in this episode? <laughs> because I kind of been prepping it anyway and it was going out that Monday. So I said, well, let me just review a couple things, see if there's anything else I could throw into this archive episode. So maybe not the best idea to work while in the emergency room, but I didn't have shit else you to do. You can't help yourself. So there was that. Well, th- there was nothing to do. What was I doing? I'm like, let me work on the show. Why not? Like, I wasn't feeling particularly stressed. I was only stressed because I was in the emergency room, not because, you know, the show isn't stressful. I mean, but then there's days like today, so <laughs> where things don't always pan out. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of uh, Tall, Tiny and Mellow, right? Tiny and Mellow. Tiny and Mellow. That's right. 
Tiny Mello, everybody. Taking off. Uh, so that's it. Well, Ryan got attacked by birds. Jack went to the emergency room. I went to the emergency room. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. We've once again spanned or spun the conversational gamut. We've run the conversational gamut. I don't know. You know stuff. I'm tired. Yeah. I haven't eaten. <laughs> spanned? I think spanned is good. Yeah, spanned? Yeah. yeah we not, spanned not spun. the gamut. Yeah. We spanned the We talked about a lot of stuff is what I'm yeah. saying. How about that? My eyes are still sparkly. You How understand, you like that? right? Yeah. So if you want more nonsense, you can follow Jack on Twitter at JackWagon85 and on Instagram at JackDeFranco1985. You can follow Ryan on Twitter and Instagram at Taxonian, even though he doesn't post much on Instagram on there, but it's the same handle for both. You can also follow him at Honey, I Drunk the Beers for a lot of toy and beer action. And speaking of toys, you can follow Jack and Ryan's shared account, Hot Toy Time Machine, on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, links in the description, the uh, episode description. You can get to all that good stuff. And you, of course, can follow me on Twitter, Chris Abalo, and on Instagram, Chris Sells Out. And follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Cape Pod. And, uh, oh, yeah, happy birthday to Jack DeFranco. His birthday yes. will pass by the time this Thank went you. up. But, uh, happy birthday, guy. Send him a message now. Yes. <laughs> you can tweet him or uh, send him an Instagram DM. If you're listening, because I get DMs on the Cape yep. account from fans, so you should DM these guys. Slide Send into them a message. DMs. Yep. Oh, please do. Yeah, they're, they're married men, but they're not above conversing with fans. We'll say that. Not at all. It's true. It is true. So, yeah. Next Monday, back with yet another episode of Nonsense. And uh, we hope this wasn't too painful. Listening to this was not as painful as the experiences of Don't getting, get uh, getting dive-bombed by feral birds and going to the emergency room <laughs> and dealing intake. with yeah watch your meat seafood beer and wine intake everybody that's that what we've hard. learned this that's, week but this is you don't want this <laughs> no you don't you don't want gout and uh take yourself for a massage self-care mm-hmm. so you don't end up in the emergency room with headaches mm. for 19 fucking hours indeed anyway that'll do it so until next time which will be next monday for jack and ryan this is chris abalo and this was yet another experiment.